Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And how are you all this evening? How are you, our lovely friend Alex? I'm very well, thanks. Marvellous. Well, today we are going to be talking about everything Disney soundtrack. Disney, 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 Disney music, music, music. I've been really looking forward to this uh, to this uh, podcast all week. Like, you will not believe. I've been scouring the internet. I mean, looking through all of my Disney film collections and narrowing down our top choices for um, our favourite songs. It's a little bit challenging. How did you find it? It's it's tough. The trouble is, you think of ten or so songs, and then you think, oh, god, that's great. I've got my list done now. Oh, well, what about this? And what about that? Oh, that film's really good. What songs are in that? Oh, no, now I remember five more. (laughs) Exactly, and I've been asking uh, my lovely uh, girls at work for their inspiration, and they've been actually very helpful. Oh, that's good. They've all donated their um, favourite songs as well. Some of them we will be talking about. Unfortunately, some of them not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week we've decided to bring you... Ten of our favourite Disney songs from the wonderful Disney movies and present them to you song by song. Let's jump into it. Uh, Alex, would you like to go first? Yes. So this isn't a definitive list, obviously. So this is basically my personal favourite films and also Alex's uh, personal favourite soundtracks, I should say. So we do apologise if we have left your favourite song out. But if we have, let us know on the comments after the show, and um, well, uh, screw you. <laughs> okay, my number ten is Snow White, and it's One Day My Prince Will Come. Aww. Now, and I know what you guys are thinking. What? Why? <laughs> Why that one? Well, my answer, my friends, is uh, it kind of became a little bit of a soundtrack during my last year of university where I'd constantly uh, go around the campus, usually singing, (laughs) When will my prince come? (laughs) It was even used in our last performance, uh, because I did uh, acting at university, and it did become part of our show. I was a very drunken old uh, wench, (laughs) sitting at the the bar, and uh, a little bit morose, should we say. Just when will my prince come? Someday my prince will come. Someday we'll meet again. And away to his castle we'll go. To be happy forever, I know. I was a little bit unlucky in love during my years at university. Oh. But maybe one day I, I, the principal will arrive. I, I, I couldn't dare comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> it's uh, sad but true, but you can't. Uh, well, ever. <laughs> if nothing else, you're probably a little bit luckier than me. <laughs> oh, this is true. Why don't you tell us one of your stories? I can think of one particular one. <laughs> yeah, everyone um, remembers the one particular one. Every, yeah, uh, everyone remembers one particular one. Well, uh, we'll move on to uh, my first oh. song then. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, which guys. perhaps maybe fits in with the discussion. 
My first song is Be a Man from Mulan. <laughs> I love that song. So much fun. Be a man, you must be swift as a coursing river. <laughs> this guy's got scared to death. Hope he doesn't see right through me. Now I really wish that I knew how to swim. Be a man. You must be swift as a coursing It's good. I do. It's a great song for being really horribly misogynistic when you think about it. Oh, yeah, it's terribly <laughs> misogynistic. Be a man. Exactly. But no, Mulan has to be one of my, well, top ten favourite Disney films. Mm. It is. It just brings out the feminist in me. It is good. It's it, it's a really good film. Um, and I do like the song because the song proves within it these qualities he's singing about are, you know, universal for um, for men and women. Because uh, you, you hear the male cadets struggling just as much as Mulan does. Yes, they will struggle together. Mm. I'm never going to catch my breath. Say goodbye to those who knew me. <laughs> Boy, was I a fool in school for cutting Jim. I regret nothing. <laughs> well, you know what? You know how much I don't regret nothing? How much I hated PE? <laughs> I made... Okay. Oh, right. Am I getting in trouble for this? I don't know. I hope no <laughs> teachers are um, listening. Um, but for four weeks, I made a fake plaster cast for my arm. <laughs> it was actually on the back of an Art Attack magazine, so he can no. get the blame for it, old Neil Buchanan. No. <laughs> he can get the blame for this. And he even said, I'll wear this to school, and you won't have to do PE. So I was like, yes, <laughs> great, I'll do that. Man. Um, so I yeah, got a bit of cardboard, wrapped it around my arm, stuck it together, then put some uh, mod rock over the top. So it's a little bit similar to, um, to the, you know, the plaster cast yeah. of, of people's arms. Um, and so I wore that to school for four weeks. That is so devious. Got right, people how, to sign it. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. I know. Uh, <laughs> my kids are going to be terrible. <laughs> uh, I remember, yeah, all my P put report card says, well, at least he's trying. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. Oh. He always gives it a go. Gives it a go. You ain't no Mulan. <laughs> no, they never turned this daughter into a son. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I do like Mulan, but it is a bit... Um, yeah. well, no, it's the whole point, it's the whole point no, of the film. But... Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the song. That song in particular. <laughs> that that song in particular just you know what, it does kind of get you going. It's like mm. all right, yeah, we're gonna defeat the Huns. We are. Screw them. <laughs> screw the Huns. Screw, screw them. We can catch fish with our hands. <laughs> that, no, that is very good. One of my well, one of my favorite songs. Mm. Well, why don't you tell us another of your favorite songs then? Coming in at number nine. <laughs> How does she know from Enchanted? Oh gosh, Enchanted! Yeah, yeah. Enchanted's <laughs> one of those film that is the film that divides me right down the middle. Um, really? In in, in 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 my brain, because on the one half, I do think it's a great film, and yeah. I do like all the songs from it. The other half of my brain goes, "Why didn't you spend all this money making an actual cut animated Disney film <laughs> rather than yeah. teasing a little bit of one at the beginning?" Yeah, and then then making it horrible live action New York fairy tale. Yeah, uh, but that's just me. I know. <laughs> I know. I know <laughs> most people. 
<laughs> no, um, how does she know? I, I picked this song mainly because, well, it's one of the reasons why I love Enchanted so much mm. is literally, well, those of you who haven't seen Enchanted, you must go see it. Don't be put off by the live action slash mixed with cartoon. <laughs> it works. Well, you don't think it does, but it works. <laughs> um, but it does take fairy tales and it does put them on the head just a little bit. Literally, the real world is literally the real world. It is our world. And these cartoon characters have come through and they're like, ooh. And the princess... Giselle, that's her name, Princess Giselle. And she is like all princesses, Disney princesses rolled into one glorious creation. I don't know, I think she's a little bit stupider than a lot of the Disney princesses. That's why I said all if all the pr- Disney princesses, well, all of the later Disney princesses, I, I should say. I mean, with a lot of the feminist movements, they have <laughs> said, hey, Disney, stop making those princesses so dumb. Mm. So essentially, like, a lot of the older princesses have all kind of rolled into one, or what people think Disney princesses are. They're just a little bit naive, I'd say. Got these this rose-tinted view of the world, and oh, how could you be so mean, kind of thing. So when she arrives into Earth, she has her tiara stolen by an old guy, by, well, an old um, hobo, as I say in America. And she's like, oh! You are not a very old, nice man. Obviously, her her um, experiences with uh, old men have been nice, I guess. <laughs> You'd think she'd have encountered a, an old, evil wizard or two. You'd have thought that, but apparently not. Maybe not. But no, she's a very classic. She sings to animals, has all her animal little friends in the forest. And during this particular song, how does she know? She's met this guy. He's with another woman. And she's asking, well, how does your fiancé know that you love her and he's like well she does does <laughs> duh um so she kind of starts singing this song in central park and she's walking past a, a jamaican band and they pick up on her tune but she thinks that they know the song and then they just go along with it they're creating something everybody wants to live The other guy's like, what the fuck is happening? Why are we all singing? And it's literally just how Disney would be in the real world. It's a little bit, why are we just bursting into song? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say it's probably my favorite, my favorite scene from that film um, is the is the nice song in the park. Um, yeah. It, uh, yeah, as you say, expresses the, biz- the it's like bizarrity of some of the uh, plots of these films. But uh, yeah, well, I say it. Yeah, my favourite live action part. I do still like the animated bits at the beginning and end. Yes. <laughs> but no, that's, that's why I chose that song. It's just really good. And you know what? If you, you if you are a man and you have a lovely lady friend, what have you done lately that she knows that you love her? Have you uh, taken her to a picnic by the fireside? <laughs> have you worn a dress to... No, have you worn a suit? <laughs> have you worn a suit to match her eyes? If you haven't, go buy a suit. Sorry if... She's got, she's got lurid green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right, yes. on to my next film. What's your one? My next film, my next song from a film. My next pick is the song Belle from Beauty and the Beast. 
Uh, now, Beauty and Good the Beast idea. is my favourite uh, animated Disney film. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I love, love, love it. Uh, I love the story. What is the new, new, uh, new film? Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yes, on one hand, no, or in that I remember what they did to Maleficent. Uh, yeah. And by all accounts, Cinderella was just a little bit meh. Um, mm. I never saw the live action Cinderella, but the live angle Jungle Book that just came out was very good. So I'm going to hold out a little bit of hope. My one real, real cross my fingers and shut my eyes tight hope is that they get the music right in the live action film. Because I love the... Beauty and the Beast. I, uh, yeah, of Beauty and the Beast. I love the... Um, I love the the soundtrack film, not not the actual necessarily the actual songs, but the soundtrack, especially transformation at the end. That is your favourite song, uh, I swear. Love love <laughs> that piece of music. But um, <laughs> the orchestra they recorded it originally with was yeah. a bit of a small orchestra, uh, okay. and there has been the stage version of it. But the stage version changed a bit of the mel- some of the melodies in places here and there. So I'd really like just a really you know big big orchestra, big as they can do it. I mean, this is, this is Disney, for God's sake. Bigger! Um, and re-record all those original tunes. But my favourite song from the film is the beginning, uh, which is Belle, when uh, we are introduced to Belle and uh, her small provincial life. Look, there she goes, that girl is so peculiar. I wonder if she's feeling well. With a dreamy, far-off look. And her nose stuck in a book. What a puzzle to the rest of us is Belle. It's actually one of the one of the longer songs for a Disney film, partly because it, it is chopped up with a conversation here and there. Yeah. And actually sort of actually stops at one point and then you it goes on for a little bit at the end when Belle wanders off to sing that she wants adventure in the Great Wide somewhere. So no, it's it's really happy, it's really jointy. It sets up the her character really well and Gaston's character very well. Ah, oh, Gaston. <laughs> however it goes he opens his shirt there's a lot of hair i was traumatized <laughs> so uh so yeah that's my number nine your number nine how about your number eight my number eight is what's this from nightmare before christmas <gasps> what's this what's this what's this now i've chosen this song kind of for probably all the wrong reasons because (laughs) nightmare before christmas isn't really one of my favorite disney films i know i know shock horror you're all probably screaming bloody hell and murder at me right now Ah, what's wrong with you oh no um well i've only really seen the film once and i haven't had (sighs) any inclination to watch it again i don't know it's just something that just doesn't I, I can understand, Clicks. you know. It's, you know, it's... You, you got those films. It, it just doesn't... Well, I can't think of the word. doesn't sit with you. Yeah. Click with you. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you don't have to like every yeah. every film. But uh, yeah. it's, it is a great song. And, well, in, in, yeah. in the film, it's the point where, yeah, Jack goes to Christmas Town. And he's... What's this? Uh, yeah, and the kind of the, the theme of the this? film changes. <laughs> but I've, I've, I chose this song specifically because... 
again it reminds me of my housemate when I was in my first year of university in the halls uh, and I had a really lovely um, Chinese girl sharing the halls with me and her English it was good but every now and again she would pick something up and you'd go what's this what's this what is this that was a really bad Chinese accent sorry <laughs> it sounded a bit French um, and Every time I hear it, it literally, it just reminds me of her picking up something small, like like a mug or something, and she goes, "What this? What's this?" <laughs> and again, it just reminds you of that scene with Jack, like exploring Christmas Town, yeah. and he's equally as confused as this poor Chinese girl. He doesn't know what a fork is. It's like, "What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this?" What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? There's children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. They're busy building toys and absolutely no one's dead. There's frost in every window. Oh, I can't believe my eyes. So yeah, I've chosen that song even though I, uh, I'm really not really a massive fan of the film but it does actually have quite some good songs in it like um what was the first one this is halloween oh yeah that's... this is halloween this is halloween this is but again i actually prefer the the portal version <laughs> the, the portal remake of that song that we all warn you of the big white face you want some cake well none for you and if you, if you are a fan of portal and you have a, and a nightmare before christmas you really must go check out the video on YouTube. Um, well, the animation of the Portal video itself is, well... It is quite pretty, amazing. Pretty, yeah, really good. One of those... Someone spent a lot of time animating this to the to the song and the word. Um, but it, it did. It brought back all my Portal memories <laughs> and cowering behind every single wall yeah. and making Danny very frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> On to me. Uh, <laughs> On to you! What is your number eight? My number eight is... Well, we're getting into my little chunk of reprise songs here. Oh, right. Yes, you're I have a bit of a problem with Disney films in that I... Often in Disney films, they'll have a reprise of an earlier song, but it'll be a shortened version. And I always, almost without fail, love the reprise versions of the songs more than Boy. the originals. And I'm frustrated <laughs> that each of them are only about a minute or a minute and a half long. Because uh, because I, w- I want the reprise versions to be a nice full full version of the song. Um, yeah. And my first example of this is uh, down in New Orleans uh, from Princess and the Frog. Oh, and film. excellent film, excellent film. And the original of the the, the first version of the song um, at the be- beginning of the film yeah, is like is a lot of fun. You know, yeah. you know, sets up the uh, sets up the the town a bit. The yeah, sets up the character. But the the reprise, which comes right at the end of the film, um, just when you you get your happy ending for everyone, Yay. Um, <laughs> and it just sticks with me so much. The uh, the the wonderful performance of um, is it Annika Rose plays Tiana? Yes, Annika Rose Rose. I want to say. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't um, know. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> Dreams do come true in you. Oh, 
I love I love her voice so much. Um, yes. And that tune just really sticks with me. And I wish there was an extra verse of uh, of her singing that song. And spoiler alert: look out for her again later in my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will keep our eyes peeled. Uh, okay. I do I do love a good bit of Princess and the Frog. Mm. Again, it's it is one of those underestimated Disney films. Not many people have heard of it, and Less people have seen it. I think people have heard of it. Yeah, just not not. Um, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's it's such a shame because yeah, it's the last proper two D animation they, film yes, they did. Yes, because there was a big hype about it. That one, it was their first um, African American uh, princess, mm. which they'd never done before, um, and also they'd traditionally gone back to. 2D after doing a whole bunch of whatever the fuck they were on. Exactly, and it's it's so beautiful, and I wish I wish we'd get another 2D animated film. I mean, yeah. technically, I think the last one, last 2D one, was the Winnie the Pooh film they did. <laughs> uh, that doesn't count. But yeah, come on, Disney, give us another Have 2D it. animation. I know film. it's just really good to watch them go back to um go back to their roots, mm. essentially. Yeah. So uh, no, Zootopia wasn't. The good dinosaur. Nope. No, no, it's all it's... been CGI. Yeah, it has been all CGI, hasn't it? Mhm. Rose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> brave. Yeah, it's all been Pixar kind of. Yeah. Um, conflaborations. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh movie. That was the last one. Well, shall we go on to number seven? On that downer, let's get down to our number sevens. Yeah. <laughs> let's go on to number seven. So some of you might groan when I utter the word. Frozen. Oh, uh, Yes. My kids are seeing it so much and I'm so tired of it. Oh my god, Frozen's so <laughs> shit. I'm not going to watch that. Um, those of you, for some reason, who hate Frozen, I kind of understand your hatred, but also I don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good film, but... It, yeah, it's, it it's is been, genuinely... It's, it's just been overexposed, is the problem. Yes, it is genuinely... It's a really good film and... Like you said, unfortunately, it has had a lot of overexposure and frozen madness and too much. Uh, oh, what's the word? I'm really struggling with my words this evening. Um, use your mind brain. I'm trying to use my mind brain. <laughs> Throw me some pennies. Dance, monkey, dance. Uh, <laughs> what's it when mer- merchandise? Merchandise is the one. Yeah. It's had too much overexposure, like you said, and too much merchandising. Because everywhere you look, there's a little girl with some kind of frozen something or other on her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just literally, you, if you don't watch the film, it's just frozen merchandise is everywhere you look. <laughs> so that has kind of fueled a lot of hatred in some people. But generally, it's a good film. And if you haven't watched it, don't let the naysayers put you off, mm. and you should enjoy your uh, journey. Uh, but anyway, the song that I have chosen <laughs> is probably not what you are thinking. You're probably all thinking, oh, God, she's chosen Let It Go. Well, no, I haven't chosen Let It Go. As much as I do love that song, <laughs> I have chosen um, the song sung by by the snowman, uh, and it's called In Summer. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a really funny song. I mean, This is actually a really good, funny, funny um I have to say, song. with Frozen, I was a little worried that when uh, when Olaf is introduced, I thought, 
Oh no, yeah. here's stupid comic relief character that. Uh, yes. That's gonna. We're a little bit worried. It's just gonna annoy that just gonna annoy me for the rest of the film. Um, but no, the song in summer is genuinely really funny. Um, yes. And and made me laugh quite a lot, and I had to I had to forgive him his oafish stupidness. <laughs> oh laugh. Um. So in this song, in summer, essentially when the land is hit by an eternal winter, he's a snowman that has been brought to life by um, Elsa's magic, and in summer he is obsessed with seeing summer. He really wants to see what summer is like. He wants to know what it feels like, he wants even though he's made of snow. <laughs> um, he wants to find yeah. out what happens to solid water when it gets warm. Um, and I think the absolute, my favourite line, probably of any song ever, um, and part of the line is, Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a... Happy snowman! Happy snowman! <laughs> As he looks at a massive puddle. Uh, <laughs> the hot and the cold are both so intense, put them together, it just makes sense! Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be a... Happy snowman! When life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream. Relaxing in the summer sun, just letting off steam. Uh, that has been one of my favourite, just pause. It's... Happy snowman! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is just yeah, really fun. It's very well little timed. song, as far as side characters go, that don't often get a song. Yeah. Uh, it is just a bit of fluff and... I really do enjoy it. <laughs> well, so. my number seven is also from Frozen, actually. Oh, okay. uh, another reprise song, um, and it's the reprise of For the First Time in Forever. Um, and I lo- yes. love this song because it's a beautiful duet between Anna and Elsa. Um, but again, it's just a minute and a half long, and I wish mm. it was a full sort of two or three minute song. I feel I need more of that song. Exactly, and it's it's so beautiful hearing the two of them sing together. Um, and you've got, you know, Anna singing, sort of really hopeful. We will work this out together. Come back home, we'll sort this out. And Elsa on the tragedy side, saying, um, "I'm such a fool. I can't be free. There's no escape from the curse inside of me." I I don't know how. Sure you can. I know you can. Cause for the first With all the songs in that film, with this frankly slightly odd pacing of songs in that film, um, that uh, very odd. we couldn't have we couldn't have had a full version of that. Um, <laughs> if only because um, I suppose the fir- the trouble is the the other version of the first time in forever at the beginning of the film is actually re- uh, a really lo- it's a it's fun. Yeah. But it's a very long song. Hang in there, Jane. <laughs> yeah, you get you get Hannah singing for quite a while. Um, yes. After it's it's a longish song, and after the similarly long, um, do you want to build a snowman? Having happened just moments before it, 
Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. It's a very musical... Um... Well, it starts off very musical. You have three songs at the beginning in a row. Yeah. Um, it's like bam, bam, bam. And then and then just a few, a few minutes later, then you get a fourth, Love is an Open Door. And then I don't think you get anything else till... Um, until reprise. Until no, you've got um, no, the song, Olaf Olaf song, the reprise, Olaf. and then you've got the the last song is the troll song, um, yes. which is a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, slightly odd pacing the songs in that film, but uh, yeah. Anyway. But no, I like the the mashup of the duet because have we seen that in another Disney film really? No, you don't. You don't get two characters. Uh, 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 Real, really good duet like that, where you've got two different but complementary melodies mm. going on at the same time. Yes, um, and it does really well. A lot of um, Disney films in the last ten or so years have almost been going down a Broadway kind of route mm. with their songs. I mean, that's obviously not helped by the role of Idina Mendez <laughs> um, as Elsa, and she brings that powerful. Uh, Broadway vocal to the role. Yeah. Um, but over the other films, especially Tangled um, and Frozen, there is that air of, well, Broadwayness. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, it's these real grand, grandeur songs that, like, belt them out. And it's like, yes, you sing that song. Yeah. I can never sing as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't diss Frozen, y'all. No. You will enjoy it. Trust. <laughs> Home slice. Well, moving on then. What's <laughs> your on. number six? Number six. Oh, we're on the home stretch nearly. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> not even halfway through. Nearly halfway through. <laughs> um, so the next one I'm going to go for is, well, it is actually a very grandeur song, but not quite Broadway. Um, is the Bells of Notre Dame. Uh, oh, that is a very good song. It's an amazing song. <laughs> um, Grand is very much, as you said, yeah, very much the word yeah. there. It almost kind of, not quite overshadows the film itself, but at some points uh, I did feel that the song, with, the, with its grandeurness and just mm. the bells and the drums and everything coming together, just like, Fuck, I don't want to watch the film, I just want to listen to this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I don't care about gypsies and religion. <laughs> no one cares about gypsies or religion. <laughs> Not these days. <laughs> I can the gypsies sleep silently under the box near Notre Dame. For Gilbert's forsake passage of the palace. But a trap had been laid for the gypsies. And they gazed up in fear and alarm At a figure whose clutches were iron as much as the bells Judge Claude Bolo, the bells of Notre Dame Judge Claude It was the, the, the bells, 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 bells It's such, uh, it's such a big Notre Dame Big, the film strong itself, song um, I would actually say it's quite average the film itself mm, yeah I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Hunchback yeah um, of Notre Dame mm. Hunchback of Notre Dame um, so it, it is a good film but again it's, it's an average it's, it's a good film it's not a bad film you know I'd watch it again I have watched it again 
But I just, and a lot of the other songs in the film are just, well, can you name any other songs in the in the film? Uh, not off the top of my head. There is, oh, there is the, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but the, um, the song Frollo sings in front of the fire, um, about when, he sings about the temptation Esmeralda, uh, gives in him. And uh, oh, yes. how if he he'll he'll crush her to crush his temptation. I can't remember how the song goes at all. Um, but but I, something there. <laughs> but other than something like it's in fire, bring fire. Uh, so basically the same tune as um, Notre Dame. No, no, it, <laughs> it is. <different. laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, it's just a collaboration of the bells, and then you kind of got that quiet start by the um, by the jester. You know, he introduces the song and the um, and the film as well. Mm. And you've got this grandeur with with the piano, the bells, and you've got the choir, the orchestra, and it's like ah ah ah. <laughs> they don't sing like that. They sing a lot better. Don't hire me as a voice actor. <laughs> um, and it just ends this massive wonderful crescendo no i've used crescendo wrong oh gosh our musical friends will kill me <laughs> sorry incorrect use of crescendo it, i have been told get, it, more than once it gets, it gets loud at the end yes it gets loud at the end because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crescendo is actually yeah. the start of the getting loud bit isn't it mm. is it the I don't know. the crescendo is, is is the crescendo i believe it's been a while since i studied music but is the crescendo is the act of getting louder um so yeah it's like the start yeah. of like the finale almost mm. it does you can say it does it does oh it does I, end, technically ends in a crescendo <laughs> oh, I, I i don't know i don't know <laughs> well you say, know it's what? Been too long too long since i studied music so i i, I can't say it ends good it ends Over good. to you. It ends good. <laughs> it ends good. Over to you. <laughs> okay, right. Well, my number six, uh, it's the last of my three reprise songs. Um, ah, but now God. it's bridging over into uh, my other favourite kind of Disney song, which is villain songs. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> so this is the reprise of Prince Ali in Aladdin that Jafar sings at the end when just as Jafar's got his power, uh, he's had his he's had his first and second wish. And he uses, he uses his power to uh, send poor, poor Aladdin off to the ends of the earth in the tower. But it's just such a fun, evil version of the, the earlier Prince Ali. No, it is an evil version. <laughs> um, Prince Ali, yes, tis he, but not as you know him. Oh, him. Just a con, <laughs> need I go on? Uh, it's, uh, it, it's beautiful. It's one of those songs. I will say that this song doesn't necessarily deserve it deserve to be a full song as much fun as a full song of this would be it mm. it, it works better than the others as just a as just a short fun evil little thing yeah just come need i go on take it from me his personality flaws give me adequate cures to send him packing on a one-way trip so his prospects take a terminal dip his assets frozen the venue chosen is the ends of the earth ex-prince ali 
as I say, as I say, I wouldn't say no to a full version of it, but it worked. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it it really works as it is. Um, and yes, Jafar is one of my favourite Disney villains. Um, I love, as as far as Disney villains go, I love the old and the canta- the cantankerous. <laughs> so yes. I love Jafar. Air about I him. love Isma from. Um... You're so old. <laughs> I will marry the princess. <laughs> I, I, uh, but, you're so but you're so old. And I love Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. Uh, pull the lever, Sorry. crunk. Not that lever. Uh, Wrong lever. <laughs> I'll turn him into a fiend. And then I'll put him inside a box. And then I'll put that side in another box. And I'll mail it to myself. And then I'll mail it to myself. And then when that box arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. <laughs> or disable postage. I'll just poison him with this. <laughs> I say, I love, yeah, love that sort of, yeah, old, evil Disney villains who are just, generally, they're all just old and bitter because their lives yes. haven't gone the way they wanted them to go. And then this is their sort of last, last real attempt to grab power for themselves and, uh, and give themselves the good life. Um, <laughs> beard is so twisted. twisted. <laughs> like, oh, no. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knew she had a beard fetish? <laughs> well, so gross. Yeah. Well, as I say, that's the end. It's a good short reprise. It is. That's the end of uh, my reprise songs. Um, well, now. <laughs> for, the, for this episode, this podcast, anyway. Um, Alex, how about you? Number five. Number five. What is it going to be, I hear you say? What is it going to be? (laughs) What is it going to be? So next one is from Hercules. Which one is it? I know there's so many to choose from from Hercules. I had to be really, really brutal with my song choices Mm. because I had so many um, real good ones. But the one I've gone for is kind of one that's uh, I can really affiliate with mm. and it's when after Meg has uh, has a little date with Hercules and she's on her own and she's like oh shit maybe I love him oh. Oh. Um, so it is of course I won't say I'm in love by sung by Meg it feels so good when you start out my head is screaming get a grip girl you're dying to cry your heart out and it's just a really forlorn kind of song is like no chance no way i won't say it because um, she is really opposed to falling in love with this guy because she's been uh, quite burned before, shall we say, in her relationships. Because yeah. um, that's the reason why Hades has control over her. It was to save her other, well, her last boyfriend. boyfriend who did A previous her? boyfriend who she thought she was in love with, um, but he was dying. So she she sacrificed herself. She said, oh, Hades, let him live and I'll be your slave or whatever. Um, she sold her soul. She sold her soul to Hades to let him live. But then he ran off with another woman. Yep. So 
dick move. <laughs> so she, she really doesn't want to fall in love with Hercules. Mm. And as the song progresses, she's like, no, 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 I won't fall in love with him. But I secretly do. And I secretly <laughs> am. But I won't say that I'm in love with him. But I totally <laughs> am. He's treating me so romantically. Taking me to see that wonderful Oedipus play. <laughs> yeah, talk about mother issues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, there are so many good songs in Hercules. Um, it's a. It's, I, I just love Hercules so it is a, much. It's a, it's a really wonderful film. It's from from start from finish, it's just this wonderful romp through ancient Greece. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just, quite literally. Just, yeah, hey, just, <laughs> take, t- taking a few liberties with the old Greek myths, but. Eh. Yeah, a few, yeah, a few liberties, <laughs> but. Uh, and I just love the role that the muses play in in the film, and oh, a lot yeah. of the music is based around the muses. Yeah, um, they are fantastic. Like the the opening song really sets it oh, up. Oh, gospel truth is uh, gospel truths. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was that that lovely bit where they interrupt the narrator at the beginning. Yes, this is an age of myths and heroes. And they just call him out for being too boring. Yeah, like, hey, 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 we are the muses. <laughs> You're telling it wrong. And then they just break into this fantastic gospel yeah. song. Um, well, style gospel song. You go, girls. You go, girls. <laughs> A little bit uh, Charlie's Angels-like. You go, girls. <laughs> um, but no, overall, very good film all the songs I love all the songs um, and watch for this bass for possibly another song that might be appearing but that was my number five I won't say I'm in love because I never do until it's too late <laughs> and then they leave me so uh on to you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> On that upbeat note. Uh, On that upbeat note. My number five is a new version of an old song. It's okay. uh, from the new Jungle Book film that uh, was just released. Uh, starring a whole huge cast of, uh, of amazing, amazing actors. Um, but uh, one of my favourite roles played is uh, Scarlett Johansson as Car the Snake. Um, and she does she does a wonderful job in uh, her performance, but uh, I have to say I, the bit I really adore was her singing "Trust in Me," which is the the song that's played over the credits at the beginning of the credits, yeah. and it's so good. It's so brilliantly seductive in yes. a way, uh, which is yeah, yeah. A perfect role for Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Trust in me They did a very, uh, very clever thing. I think changing the, uh, changing the, the gender of the snake there. 
to make it <laughs> well, female. Yeah, to make it female, to make it still creepy but slightly less creepy. <laughs> Uh, with the okay. with the young mo- the young boy Mowgli. Ah um, yes. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I do recommend going to see that film if you haven't already, although possibly it's not in cinemas anymore. Um, I think it should be. It only came out last month, didn't it? Uh, a while ago, I think the month before. Anyway, um, yep, go see that film and give this give the songs. There is also there's a very uh, fun new version of King of the Swingers as well. Um, but uh, not it's not quite on par with the new trust in me i don't think so yep yeah, that's okay. that's that's one of five and that's all i got to say about that okay <laughs> moving on <laughs> now we're on the uh, home stretch now we're on the home stretch yeah right so my number 4 is from the very one of my favorites pocahontas um with the marvellous voice of Mel Gibson. <laughs> as not many people know. <laughs> um, they like to yes, keep that Mel... one quiet. Pardon? They keep that one a little bit quiet. Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> um, well, a lot of the films, they kind of kept them quiet, like um, by Mel Gibson as... Uh, what's his name? No, I can't. Ah. <laughs> you know, Pocahontas, I'm afraid, is another one that uh, wasn't quite one of my favourites. Um, yeah, well, it is kind of a girl film. Yeah. Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, so the one that I've chosen from Pocahontas uh, is just around the river bend. Um, this was a popular one on my uh, on my sheet at work that all the girls wrote down on. Um <laughs> Just around the river bend. For a handsome, sturdy husband who builds handsome, sturdy walls and never dreams that something might be coming. Just around the river bend. Just around the river bend. I look once more. Just around the river bend, beyond the shore. Somewhere past the sea, don't know what's for. Why do all my dreams uh, again, I can kind of relate to this one. This is why I've chosen it. Is just that little piece at the end. Is is should I marry Coco Um, steady as a beating drum, uh, or should I? Um, just move the course. Yes, should I choose move the course? Steady as a beating drum, or should I just you know fuck off down the river? Um, is a choice that I have faced in my many many years of. Of relationships and dating. <laughs> do, do I stay with this guy? I mean, he's got a nice house and stuff, but uh, <laughs> man, is he boring. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> David. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, thank God that ended. That could have been bad. That could have been very bad. God, I'd be so well, right now. we we all make mistakes. Um, although it sounds like in this case you didn't. So exactly. <laughs> so hooray! Um, but I, I do quite like that song. It's just all about adventure and hey, yeah, we could do the safe course, but where's the fun in that? Mm. Let's go sail this canoe off the fucking waterfall and yay, yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just the way the description of how the song 
describes life, how the river does represent life. It's always, you know, changing, always flowing. Do you mm. choose a smoothest course or do you choose something that, you know, it might be a little bit bumpier, might be a little bit more risky, yeah. um, but it might be the more worthwhile route. Essentially, yeah. might get you somewhere. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's, a, it's kind of much more fun retelling of that old, that stupid old um, two paths diverged in a wood and I took the one less travelled. Oh, yes. That, that, that old... That old chestnut. That old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, Pocahontas does have some very, very iconic uh, um, music in it, yeah. well, uh, such yeah. as you know, Colours, Colours of the Wind. Of the wind is, is, yeah, obviously the big one from that film. Yeah, it is it's one of the main big ones. That's, uh, yeah, um, that's, that, that's the, the let it go of, the, of Pocahontas yeah. this day. <laughs> yes, that's the let it go of Pocahontas. Yeah, you are very right there. Um, but no, just around the river bend, we're probably like this the second one, <laughs> second most popular um, in that film. Um, but if you haven't seen Pocahontas, you should go out to see Pocahontas. Um, I mean, this was actually a discussion that came up today in work that uh, <laughs> one of the girls, um, Laura, she actually hasn't seen a lot of Disney films. Mm-hmm. When, when growing up, she only really had uh, Dumbo um, and Cinderella. She has not seen like anything like Mulan, Hercules. She only watched Little Mermaid yesterday. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, she hasn't seen obviously anything like Tangled, mm-hmm. um, Frozen, Tarzan. Did, did, did she grow up in somewhere where there was no cinemas? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, but um, the ironic thing is, is in the in the autumn she'll be going to Disneyland. What? <laughs> um, but that's why she and her partner are now watching shit tons uh, of Disney. Yeah. It's like okay, you know what? I'm going to Disneyland. She'll probably watch some Disney, <laughs> so we can forgive her. You know, she, you know she's done wrong, and she's correcting. In a way, I I almost envy her. In a way, watching all the Disney films unseen. I. Oh my gosh, you're right. How wonderful would it be if you could make yourself forget the films and then watch them again? Ah. Oh. Experience them for the first time again. Experience for the first time, but like as an adult when you can actually remember experiencing it for the first time. Exactly. Ah, oh, I never mm. thought about it like that. Damn you, Laura. <laughs> She's probably getting the best Disney experience of her life. Mm. Um, but she's completely opposite to... Um, to one of the other girls, she is completely Disney man. He should probably put probably a lot of the songs up on the list. Um, is our, is our, our dear Sammy, and unfortunately she's had a little bit of a mischief um, with herself. She's dislocated her knee, <gasps> bless her cottons, and so now she's just binging on every Disney film that she can get her <laughs> hand on. Which quite rightly so. If you were um, stuck in bed all day, I think we would all turn to Disney to. Uh, Cheer our woes into happy thoughts. It's a good healer. It's a good <laughs> solace. It is a very good solace. Uh, but anyway, on to your number four. <laughs> My number four. Now that we're uh, venturing back into the world of live action here. Yay! Uh, and this isn't a Disney original song. Um, okay. But it is... Well, in, a, in a way, it, it's it, it's a new version of, of, of the old song. Um, because a lot of the lyrics are 
on you, but it's uh, I'll put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Uh, sung by the wonderful Bet Midler. It's just so again. It's it's a villain song. Um, it's yeah, just bouncing with energy, <laughs> and it's forcing all the adults in town to dance until they die. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and Hocus Pocus is one of those terrible films that's so much fun to watch, so much fun, and it's sort of so. It's so quintessentially sort of late 80s early 90s you know where you get the the stupid bullies who in this day and age you think that's not a bully it's a mentally challenged person <laughs> um and see i'm not i'm not a, a great fan of Pocus are you Pocus. not a great fan of it oh it's well shame. i didn't even know it existed until sabrina showed it to me i think possibly it is one of those films if, if you've seen it when you're when you're younger um, it's it's more fun to to go back to. Okay, yeah, that's definitely how um how she describes <laughs> it. When I told her that I'd never seen it, she she looked at me with this gasp of horror on her face and sat me down and made me watch it right there and then. I remember I we like, okay. when I was little. Pardon? I remember when I was little. We had one regular babysitter who uh, I didn't uh, I didn't get on with very very well. Um, but uh, my little sisters all all adored, all adored her. But uh, I do remember her. She had the video of Hocus Pocus, and we'd watch it quite often. And uh, I was one of the things I really liked about my babysitter that she had the uh, the video of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's the only thing you liked about your babysitter. It, it was. I really <laughs> didn't like her at all. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Yeah. Clearly, Hollywood films are telling me lies. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, if you're talking about sort of, oh, uh, the young boy secretly fancies his babysitter. I think I was probably yes. a bit young. Ah, um, uh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> you were just happy you got to watch yeah. a Disney film. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I can't recommend Hocus Pocus enough, even if it does have Sarah Jessica Parker in it. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah try not to be off but i mean it is kind of pre jessica parker i guess yeah, pre sex yeah, in the city yeah it's before sex in the city she's she she's she looks, youngish and, okay. you know, yeah. youngish <laughs> kind of acts kind of well her, her, her face isn't too horsey uh. <laughs> yeah exactly her face isn't uh matured <laughs> properly uh, yet anyway yeah so top three top three Top three. What's your top three? What gets your bronze medal? What gets my bronze bronze medal? Um, It is going to be a villain song because I do think sometimes villain songs are a little bit overlooked. Mm. Um, Because on my little, uh, my handy little sheets I put up at work to get the girls' nominations, not one of them wrote down a villain song. Mm. And this is from. Dumb girls. 
Pardon? Dumb girls. Oi. <laughs> my dumb girls. You back off. <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll probably be listening to this, so you better watch out. <sighs> Fuck, you live so far away. <laughs> they will come after you, and they will wax you, they will <laughs> manicure you, and... They'll tint your eyebrows. <gasps> Not my precious eyebrows. They will tint them. They're my best feature. <laughs> you know what? Yes, they are. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got lots of lovely features. Like a diamond. <laughs> Name three. <with> many facets. <laughs> right. What's your uh, song? So anyway, <laughs> my, my villain song, um, it's from... Uh, Princess and the Frog again. Um, and it's the villain song that Dr. Facilier sings, uh, his friends on the other side. Um, now, Dr. Facilier, I can never say his name, um, as far as villains goes, is, well, he, he's absolutely fantastic. Mm. He's marvellous. It's, it's such a brilliant song. It's super creepy. Uh, and the song itself is super creepy because he's, he's basically he's voodoo witch doctor. He's the main. Um, well, he's the villain in this song, uh, in the film. Um, and as we progress through the song, it's how we see the prince becoming the frog. Mm. So he basically turns the prince into the frog through this voodoo magic and all kinds of hoodoo. Mm. Um, but no, the song itself is, you know, it starts off kind of it starts off swing quite... slash jazz. Yeah, kind of... it's very friendly when it starts off. In the tone, you know. Yeah, it is very friendly. Well, welcomes no, his guests well. in. Sit down at my table. I put your minds at ease. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it really starts friendly because he, he starts with, "Don't you disrespect me, little man? Don't you dare regarde and uh, derive or whatever he says." Mm. <laughs> um, he's like, "Hey, you, don't you diss me?" <laughs> um, yeah, he says, "Come on in, take a seat," and it just kind of goes on to this kind of jazzy. Just really catchy song like da 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 da. Thing I please, I can read your future. I can change it around some too. I look deep into your heart and soul. You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true. I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. That's a really long song, considering. For a villain yeah. song, it goes on for quite a while. Yeah. Well, occasionally they get they get it they get a good look in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they do get a good look in. I have in to say, the visuals, especially towards the end, of the song are, are fantastic. Yes. Uh, um, when you for a two D film mm. that was released in three uh, D. <laughs> It was actually really good. Mm, it's amazing, um, amazing. One of goes into this uh, candy skull, isn't it? Mm. Candy skull kind of artwork with the voodoo dolls, yeah. um, and you got these neon uh, lights that yeah, they got that the real smoke good, and the effects, um, and you have the smoke, the smoke when it as it as it passes in front of uh, Vasilier's face. Yeah. Um. You the sort of candy skull paint on his face is revealed. Yes. As the smoke passes uh, over him and then sort of disappears as the smoke leaves as well. Ah, oh, mm. fantastic. No, yeah, it is marvellously colourful, mm. really evil song. Yeah. 
Um, uh, and also, yeah, really fun uh, with the with the, his fortune telling cards as well. Yes, there's a nice little talky slash mm. song songette, <laughs> songette, I guess. Yeah, um, and nice little, just a little bit of a change of art style as it's yes as it's going along. So yes, that's true. Uh, then I did a lot of um, random, well, not random, but uh, art style changes mm. uh, for their songs, especially. Yeah. Um, but again, it is a great film with a lot of great songs. Yeah. Has well, it? Think, it was I, really hard to choose which I think, one. I think I suppose it's one of those things. That different perspectives, uh, 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 something of a theme for the film. Mm. Um, you know, cha- being forced to have a different to, into a different perspective on life. So yeah, the 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 changing different, you know, having different visuals in some of the songs, um, probably probably complements that a little bit. I'm not sure. I'm probably talking out my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your number three? My number three. Uh, we've got another villain song. Hey. And it is from The Lion King. It's Be Prepared. Ooh, uh, nice. Scar, another decrepit old villain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, decrepit old. old. So old. Um, if he's got a little bit of fight left in him, but only when he's really pushed to it. Um, yeah. But yes, just the it's it's a fa- the fantastic song as he's um, rallying the hyenas around him after his uh, his plan to I think it's just after his plan to kill Simba's foil, isn't it? Or his his plan to well send Simba into the elephant graveyard. Yes, um, after oh, yeah, um... after Mufasa rescues Simba before yeah before he kills Mufasa. <laughs> Uh, Spoiler alert! He kills my father. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll probably tell Laura not to watch this. We probably spoiled all Disney films. I'll tell her not to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the sensational news: a shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously square. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. <laughs> but uh, again, that's a little bit like uh, Vasilier's song. It um, it does some fun things with creepy colours in yes. that song um, mostly the glowing uh, eye the, yeah the glowing the glowing green beneath the rocks I don't know what that's supposed to actually be <laughs> yeah sort of so, like the hyenas have the green eyes yeah, don't they yeah but you get this sort of bubbling green liquid that the rocks crack up from uh, yeah aren't they the... like in Africa where the hell are they <laughs> I mean, what is that green is it, stuff is, are they perhaps they're perhaps they're under a volcanic fault but above the above the layer of lava is green muddy slime. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just mud. A bit of a stretch. Probably mud. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's so it's so wonderful. Nice. You yeah, you see the characters in a different color palette, um, and you see yeah, just just how evil Scar is. Um, <laughs> oh, Jeremy Irons did a wonderful job. Oh, with he's that. yeah, such <laughs> a great creepy British villain. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's a marvelous, does a marvelous job. I mean, during that song, didn't he um, 
throw um not break his voice um blow that's the word blow his voice i think yes i remember some story like that um yeah during um well during that song he he blew his voice which essentially meant he uh well i'm not really sure what that means but he couldn't talk or sing for a while mm. let's just say that um and like halfway through the song they had to get somebody else to do it, or did they do somebody do someone else for the entire song? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure. Not sure. Yeah, the, I know there's some, something like that. Possibly it's someone else for the actual song. Yeah, because um, something like Jeremy Irons did part of the song, but it's somebody else's voice for the ending or something like that. Yeah. Well, either way, you know, they, they, they voice match very well because it's yes. if, it, if it is someone else, then it's seamless. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, really, really love love the film all all together. You know, there's some there's some fantastic music in The Lion King, obviously. Oh, um, <laughs> one of the best musicals. Like exactly. I mean, you, you know, you've got the stage musical that's sort of never never been off. You know, Broadway and the West End and things. Um, oh, it's fantastic in the West End. If you haven't seen mm-hmm. Lion King West End, go see it. Mm-hmm. Just now. Yeah, it's one of, it's one of those musicals you see the. Um, after you watch the cartoon, you see the costumes, the stage costumes, and you think, what? That can't be as good. Yeah. But uh, then you but go and it watch is. it. And, wow. It's just as good, as, if not better. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I do love the uh, the original Be Prepared. Wonderful, wonderful song. No, it is a very good yep. villain. Well, on to silver medals. Rule number two. <laughs> <laughs> You shall not bring the living back from the dead. Oh, wait. Wrong film. <laughs> um, number two um, is it's from Tangled. And again, it's a very tough choice, narrowing down the songs in Tangled. Because there's a lot in there. But I finally settled on um, At Last I See the Light. Um, and I know it's not one of your favourite films, uh, Alex. It's, but... it's not that I dislike it. Just never... As it never never clicked with me. No, I say it's like me and um, Nightmare Before Christmas. It just didn't strike a chord with me mm. with Nightmares. I'm guessing Tangled I'll, didn't. I'll, with... I'll say I'll say I like it a lot a lot a lot more than Enchanted. How about that? <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I I can live with that. <laughs> um, yeah, with with Tangled, it's just a remake of Rapunzel, um, and at last I see the light is kind of during the mid mid-finale of the film, essentially. She's nearly at her destination. Basically, at that point in the film where it's all going well, but then, oh no, it all fucks up. Um, And so this is a song, but just before all the the shit breaks loose. Suddenly I know If she's here It's crystal clear I'm where I'm meant to go And she's she's finally at the moment that she's been travelling to see these lights for the entire film because they're these lanterns that are actually meant for her because she's the lost princess and they mark her birthday um, with these lanterns. And she's in this boat with, with Flynn Ryder, or uh, Eugene, as his actual name is. Which I thought was marvellous that like his name is Eugene. 
Eugene. Uh, nothing wrong with the name Eugene. Is that your real name? <laughs> no, I just. Well, then you've got it. no problem with it. <laughs> um, God, you threw me off now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's doing this boat with uh, with Eugene, and even though this is the greatest moment, well, so far she's only eighteen, the greatest moment of her life so far, <laughs> she says it's absolutely terrifying because, or what if you know, what if it's not everything she expected it to be? Um, or what if it is? What will she do then? And then, you know, Flynn turns around and says, well, that's the great part. You get to choose a new dream, find a new dream, which I thought was really nice. And then just as these lights are um, lit and you see them floating, which again, graphically, this scene is amazing. Mm, it is, yeah, just, it is really nice. Um the way all the lights float up and they're floating just on, well, you see all the reflections of the lanterns in the water, which is really still for some reason, and it's got masses of ships in it. Um, and it's the sky and the screen is full of these gorgeous floating lanterns and their reflections, and it just really creates a nice atmosphere. And they start singing this song, in, at last I see the light, and it's more then reflected on the couple, so he's like, oh, hey, I likes you. And then he's like, oh, hey, I likes you back. Uh, but obviously they say it a little bit more eloquently than I just did. Um, more like, damn. <laughs> like, oh, damn, girl, you're actually hot. Um, and, and it is a very sweet just kind of song. And I was actually considering having this as my first dance at my wedding. But I have since changed my mind. <clears throat> David. <laughs> um, I did consider having this, and I think probably is quite a popular one now um, to have as a first dance at a wedding. Mm. It's just a really beautiful duet that they both sing, um, and it just comes together really nicely. Like they've, oh hey, I've been traveling for you, but I actually, actually kind of like you, and it isn't this. Well, I suppose it kind of is overnight falling in love business. Um, but at the beginning, they, they really don't like each other. They're just kind of together for a means. But as the story progresses, they get to know each other. And 24 hours later, they're in love. <laughs> hey, classic Disney. Hooray. Hooray. Classic Disney. Um, and And that's kind of one of the reasons why I like Frozen so much. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> it, it is like yeah. when she meets the prince, she's like, "Oh hey, we're gonna get married." And Elsa's like, uh, "No, you're not fucking not. You just met the guy you met him five minutes ago. <laughs> Literally five minutes ago. Um, All you've done is sing a song. Yep, about sandwiches. <laughs> about sandwiches." Um, about sandwiches. <laughs> and it's just great that the true love that eventually saves the day isn't the love that the audience necessarily was expecting mm. between either Anna and Hans, who is the bad guy, or Anna and... Ah, um, oh, the blonde one. <laughs> you know oh, the one. I've got one. his name now as well. Uh, Christoph? Yes, Christoph, or Anna and Christoph. 
um, it turns out it's, you know, it's the love between Anna and Elsa, the sisterly love, mm. which I thought was fantastic. And yeah. that was their true love's kiss, which then Livicent then ruined because I was like, oh, OK, then you just redone that. <laughs> um, but yeah, twi- Twilight, At Last I See the Light is an absolute beautiful, beautiful song. And I really like it. Oh. Wedding material, that shit. Well, but anyway, my my number two song probably wouldn't be very good for a wedding. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, for my number two, me to have Zelda. I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll consider it. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, my number two is. Uh, I thought I'd go for um, something a bit fun and a bit silly um, for this one. It's very, it's very short. It's the packing song from uh, from King Arthur ah, from the sword yes. from the sword and the stone. Sorry, <laughs> uh, marvelous, which way. is Figatus uh, Figatus, um, and <laughs> odds and ends and bric-a-brac. Yes, I love it. it's just a, such. It's a silly song with nonsense rhymes in it. A lot of nonsense, hocus pocus words uh, from Merlin the Wizard as he packs up his things. Very small, we got to save enough home for all. Take it to make it to make it is more. Rest it in Utonium! Cicero, you'll be long in the seas. Alphabetical order, please. Alakafez, Malakazez, Malakazez, Maripides. Diminish, diminish, dictionary. That word's in your vocabulary. Hockety, pockety, wockety, whack. That's the way we've got to pack. A really, really brilliant song. Um, no, no, it is. <laughs> he tells the um, sugar ball off. Yes. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Much too rough. Yes, it's much too rough. Adult T-Sets, that's cracked enough. Yes. Um, and you have uh, Archimedes' yeah. owl nearly getting sucked in, yeah, get, nearly getting sucked into the <laughs> into his packing case. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and for for a film, well, there are there's um uh, I think there is the there's the marvelous Madame Mim song from that film. Yeah, um, I do like that. Marvelous, marvelous, mad, 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 <laughs> Madame Mim. <laughs> but uh, it's not the most most musical uh, Disney film. Um, no, but it's got a, a few good, really catchy songs because yeah. I find myself sometimes singing "Mad, Mad, Mad, Mad," <laughs> and uh, sometimes I'll see to and fro, back and forth. That's the way it works mm. out. Um, yeah, and uh, a lot of Disney songs do get stuck in my head <laughs> while I'm at work. So yeah, <laughs> I say yeah. Trouble is, there's, there's not a huge amount to say about this song. Um, other than that, but no, it is a particularly short song, isn't it? It's uh, I do, I did really like the Sword and the Stone. I remember when I was little. Um, I'm not sure it's one. I don't remember how I would have. I remember watching it a lot when I was little. But yeah, me it's too. Not one we ever have the video of, so I don't know how I watched it so often. <laughs> po- I think possibly I watched it on some recording. Ah, right. Possibly one of my um, cousins had the had the video, and I'd watch it if ever I'd go around to, to yeah. their house but um yeah it's uh it's 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 an often forgotten disney film the sword and the stone unfortunately it is um which is a shame and it trouble is it does come from um the era of severely limited uh budgets because you can tell that just by uh, sort of how few bright colors there are in the background 
Yeah. Uh, similar to um, to Robin Hood as well. You mm. see a lot of the a lot of the backgrounds sort of fade to white in areas. Um, and yes, uses a very lim- limited color palette, um, but still a really a really nice film. Yeah, well, it was released um, on Christmas Day. Did you know? I didn't know that. Oh, that's oh December twenty fifth, nineteen sixty three. Oh, there we go. Um, and I think you're right, kind of on their budget on that <laughs> era, because in the sixties they only did uh, three animations. All right. And the rest of it is all live action. Yeah. Which, funnily enough, included Mary Poppins. Oh, there we go. Well, I think that's where all the money went. <laughs> <laughs> just a hunch yeah <laughs> again yeah very good um, songs from there mm. sometimes when things are going a bit tits up at work I find myself singing just a spoonful of sugar <laughs> will help the medicine go down it will help the medicine go down <laughs> give me more fucking uh, as, you, as you rush to your locker to get your sugar bag <laughs> my secret delicious sugar bag no one will know so number one gold medal oh. first place number one song number one drum the roll best lady. song Disney ever ever made the best song Disney ever ever made uh, well for me, <laughs> um, is from a little film called Brave. Now, I absolutely, uh, I'm in love with this film so, so much. Um, uh, but it's very Scottish. In, in, yeah, in your heart, you are always Scottish. You're always Scottish. <laughs> um, and it's one of the opening songs, which is Touch the Sky. Mm, that is uh, um, and fun. It's just a really, yeah. You know, she's like she's this princess that's trapped inside doing all of this princess training. But every now and again, mm. there's one day <laughs> where she doesn't have to be a princess. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Um, and it just starts off with this great kind of violin solo introduction. When the cold winds are calling and the sky is clear and bright, misty mountains sing and beckon. kind of the Celtic style violin um, and it's really jolly and really energetic and she gets onto her her um, her shy horse bareback no less is it bareback? no she's got a saddle on hasn't it um, she leaps onto her horse and literally just rides off into the forest and shooting arrows and as her father later describes I want to stay young and unmarried and Fire arrows into the sunset. <laughs> uh, it was marvellous performance from um, Dar. His name escapes me. We are really terrible with names today. Uh, oh, um, comedian, Scottish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Want to say Bill? No, Billy Colony. Yes. Connolly. Billy Billy Colony. He plays um, Merida's father. Um, 
But it's a really accurate description. All she wants to do is ride through the forest, mm-hmm. firing arrows into the sunset. <laughs> um, but she is a really kick-ass princess. Um, she can fight. She can sword fight. She can. She's really good with a bow and arrow. Like like the best in the class. Yes, I love she's a classic Disney princess who longs for more, more apparently, including enormously tall hilltops where the wind blows a lot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but as the song progresses, we see her, you know, riding through the forest, you know, shooting all these bullseyes um, on different targets, and you know, splitting arrows and getting really difficult ones. And then she's climbing up this uh, mountain with a waterfall, and it's, the words are really beautiful as well. And it's really invigorating. And she just believes that she is unlimited. You know, she can touch the sky. She won't stop until she can touch the sky. Um, and again, that just really calls to me, like, yes, let's, let's get up today mm. and do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Live life to the max. It is. Touch the sky. Um, it is a really nice sort of fun film, um, Matt, and it <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's 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 a lovely. It's a lovely sort of empowering film. That although the one thing I I I always wonder though with that film is uh, her mother who's you know pushing her to be a proper little princess. Um, where is it that her mother's gotten all these ideas of what a princess princess should be? Because I do wonder that as they well. They are sort of in the in the wild highlands of Scotland, um, presumably. Uh, and they didn't have any royalty to begin with exactly because the, they're. <laughs> Have a conjoinment of um, four different clans, mm. and because the uh, Meredith's father was essentially the best, yeah. they nominated him as king. So essentially, they're the first of the line. Yes, exactly. so, so yeah, where, how, where, how did she know? Where did Meredith's mother come from that she knows how royalty should behave? Yes, <laughs> and the various <laughs> hierarchies they ought to have. And where is she getting yeah. all these amazingly? Beautifully, oh, I suppose you know, it could be his her own handiwork to to a point, but these amazingly embroidered dresses that yeah. that fit so perfectly. And <laughs> well, I think they have a few uh, handmade. I'm sure, yeah, I, I, I suppose. Um, um, but <laughs> still, I, I do remember your reaction to the film because we watched it separately. I watched mm. it first, and I said, "Alex, you need to go watch Brave." And he was like, oh, "Okay, I'm uh, not too sure about this girls' film." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so we watched it, and you called me back, and you said, "And you said, I said, what do you think?" His first words are, "It's very Scottish." <laughs> it's, it's very Scottish. You are correct. It is very Scottish, and I like how near the beginning of the film. They have this little bit during the festival to celebrate Merida's engagement, where they kill an Englishman. Uh, not quite. <laughs> um, but they have this little scene of different traditions and festivals because mm. not many pe- people realise how many inventions started in um, Scotland. Mm. Things like ballet, um, hockey, uh, I think lacrosse started there as well. Um, but it's like you just did little different things that they, they show as a Scottish. Yeah. Um, thing <laughs> um but yeah touch the sky is personally my ultimate disney song how about you uh for me 
I, I, I did tease before that uh, we might be coming back to uh, Annika Rose, and here we are with uh, the song Almost There from uh, <laughs> Princess and the Frog. Ooh, I, that was always in my number one. <laughs> I love this song. I love the the soul behind it. I love the you know the the feeling and the just the message it has of um you know the the, the hopefulness and how you know and how hard work you know if you want something you know you work hard for it and yeah. and you'll get there. Yeah. Um. Even though the song is almost there. Yeah, but she literally no, she's almost exactly, there. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's put the she's, deposit on her restaurant. She's got enough money for the deposit. She's yeah about to about to get what she dreams. And I will say it's it's part of the film that often reminds me of you because I think of all my friends <laughs> uh, in their professional life, you are probably the most hardworking. Um, Damn fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know of, yeah I I you know I watched you for four four or five years now work really hard to um you watching me <laughs> <laughs> i knew this webcam was on <laughs> you know you you know you 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 work really hard to uh to to get where you are you've worked really hard to get where you are now and you're still working really hard um to to get where you're going um <laughs> i try my hardest don't it um and i think yeah it's it's a really inspirational song about the the values of the sweat on your own back. Um, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how I feel at the end of the day. You, so I work real hard each and every day. Now things for sure are going my way. Just doing what I do. Look out, boys, I'm coming through. And I'm almost there. I'm almost there. People gonna come here from everywhere And I'm almost there I'm almost um, And also, as we mentioned before, you know, it's got a beautiful visual style that changes mm. and blends so lovely, lovelily. Lovelily? <laughs> lovelily, at the end of the song, uh, back into uh, the, the, shall we say, real-life animation of the film. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. What style would you call that? Because it reminds me. Um, I know it sounds weird. It reminds me of like an African style, almost like the um, the prints that you get on traditional African garb. Yeah, it does. I think yeah, there, there, there is an element of that. Um, certainly, I do. I do. I'm not sure what sort of exact style it is, but I do. I do like that sort of um, almost sort of collagey look. It double two D. Um, <laughs> in in the two D, it's got two D. Two D. Yeah, no. Um, just having the uh, the images without um without the definition lines, um, and just the way you know a a a, a smile is created so simply. Yes. Um, you know, with just uh with just the show a small a small white half circle. Mm. Um that uh you know conveys so much joy on on a plain simple face, yeah. It's really, really beautiful uh art style. Um mm. and <laughs> and uh shows that uh 
uh, as the film does many times, that uh, any meal can be fixed with a quick shot of Tabasco. Just hit, hit, hit hard with a couple of shots of Tabasco and it'll be the bee's knees. <laughs> Apparently, whether it's a, a, a gumbo pot or a gumbo bathtub. Yes. <laughs> Wherever you're making your gumbo, you need some Tabasco sauce in that. Uh, um, no, it's actually one of the only... No, the only film that changes uh, animation style completely. Hmm. Um, sorry if that uh, intruded onto your trivia. No, no, it's I, I hadn't quite considered it before, but um, I can't think of it. Yeah, there's nothing else, nowhere else that um, mm. you do get a complete change. And I love that you then, towards the end of the film, you do see the realistic version of um, of her dream. Um, well, yes. first in Vasilier's vision that he gives her, um, yeah. showing her, you know, what her in what it could what be. it could be in her perfect sort of ideal world. And then at the mm. end, you see the slightly more realistic version of it, um, where you know it's it's not it doesn't look exactly the way it did in in her vision, but in a way it's it's warmer, it's more friendly. Mm. Uh, it has a little a little bit more heart and soul. Yeah, yeah, it does. Before <laughs> um, <yeah>, before she sings the uh, down in New Orleans reprise. That's um, mm. uh, yeah, no. I do. I'd say Princess and the Frog, probably. I'd say my second favorite Disney film after Beauty and the Beast. After Beauty and the um, Beast, yeah. And yeah. Again, it's a, it is a film that reminds me of university. <laughs> I remember us yeah. all going down there. Well, it's, it's watching that film is um, where I first met. Uh, I think at least a couple of uh, some very good friends of mine. Now, um, thanks to you. Oh really? Uh, yes, oh. I, uh, I think that was the first time I properly met Charlie, Danny and Reese, I think. Oh, really? That's in my trip. Oh. And then we went back to, to your house afterwards. And we partied like maniacs. <laughs> Woohoo! With cups of tea. With biscuits. <laughs> That's how we roll, baby. That's how we roll. Most times. Well... Now you've looked deep into our hearts and souls. Yes. But uh, it's time for a bit of trivia. It is. Although, before we get to trivia, yep. it's quiz time. Okay. We're doing the quiz first. Okay. Right. Quiz me, quiz me. I know I all the facts. You. you know all the facts? Well, some of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, so here's a little quiz for you. Um, we'll see how... We can get through this because I've just seen the size of it. <laughs> um, but it shouldn't take too long. Okay. Basically, you need to match the song to the film. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the first one is Reflection. Uh, Mulan. Yes. Correct. When will my reflection show who I who am I inside? Am inside. Oh, I do like that one. <laughs> okay, here's an easy one. Under the Sea. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Which is also the start of um, what is technically known as Disney's Golden Era. Ah. Um, so it was the Golden Era is essentially the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah. the 
yeah, Little Mermaid was released in 89, and then we've got Beauty and the Beast, 91, Aladdin, 92, um, then Lion King, 94, Jungle Book, 94 again, Pocahontas, 95, it's literally just... Where's ni- the Jungle Book, 94? Yeah. Well, I, in my head, it's a much, much older film. But... I, well, that's the thing, they seem to have two listings of Jumble, Jungle Book, they've also got two listings of... Um, Dalmatians as well. Hmm. So they might have done some remakes. Um, yeah, in the 90s got James and Giant Peach, Hunchback of Notre Dame, 101 Dalmatians, uh, Hercules, um, Mulan, Tarzan, and Toy Story. Li- Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. So the li- 90s is the golden era a- of Disney because it went a bit quiet. Yeah. Then they just burst back onto the that scene. Is a lot of- anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the quiz. Quiz, quiz, quiz. <laughs> quiz, quiz, quiz. When you wish upon a star. Oh, um, makes no difference who you are. Uh, that is from Pinocchio. Yes, it is. Correct, Mundo. Ooh, baby mine. Dumbo. Ah. <laughs> You're correct. Can't pull the wool over my eyes. I will try. <laughs> but first, I need to find a sheep. Um, Cruella de Vil. Hmm. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. I'm going to give you a harder one. Well, in two weeks' time, because <laughs> you're doing the quiz next week. Uh, I won't this... say I'm in love. Hmm. I think I remember someone talking about that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hercules. Hooray! Come on, give us a hard one. Ah, oh, the bare necessities. Jungle Book. Oh dear. I'm going to make it very hard. Once upon a dream. I know you. I dreamt of you once upon a dream. Is Sleeping Beauty and Maleficent? Oh. Yes, it is. Um, because didn't she? Um. Uh, Angelina Jolie do the singing remake for that. Uh, yes, I think so. I mean, yes, yeah, it was uh, singing that, and they use it they're like mad in all the trailers mm. for Maleficent. Okay. All right. Okay. So here, here's a hard one. Okay. Let's get together. Oh. Oh, um, I can't even, you know, I can't even picture a melody or a tune, but I'm trying to think what's... I think okay, it's gonna... the, let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I, I, oh, yeah, I, I, I know the song now, but I don't know what it's from. Um, Stab in the Dark. I know it's, it's an older one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is it, it's not live action, is it, or is it? I, d- I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know the uh, quiz either. Um, no idea, no clue. Sorry. Okay, it was from the Parent Trap. Uh, I never saw the original. Yeah, me either. I just saw the one with um, Lindsay Lohan. Mm. And I was so shocked to find out that I was one person. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't believe it at first. 
I thought it was twins. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Is this one? Hmm. Wow. All right. Next one. Zippity Judah. Zippity A. It's, yep. um, Chichi Bang Bang. Is it? Um, Bang Bang? No. Or is that? Oh, no. Is it Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? No. Oh, my God. I, I don't know then. It is Song of the South. Oh. I, oh, I, how do you not know that one? <laughs> it's like one of your top five films. <laughs> oh, here's an easy no. one. Colours of the Wind. Pocahontas. Exactly. I expect nothing less. How many questions are in this quiz? Quite a lot. Oh. <laughs> Let it go. Frozen. Well, you're doing very well so far. <laughs> ooh, ooh, on my way. Oh, um. Uh, oh, I get the melody. No, you know I this know, one. I know the melody. I know the song, but I'm. Ch- I can't remember which one. Is it Brother Bear? No, yeah. Brother Bear. Okay. Brother Bear. Another understated film. I quite like that one. Mm. I only saw it the once. I think. I think I only saw it the once, but. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, don't cry, Bo Peep. No clue. <laughs> Would you like a hint? Yes, please. Toy Story, Babes in Toyland, Pinocchio, or Home on the Range? Home on the Range? Wrong! Oh. Babes in Toyland. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what Road. that is. <laughs> Portobello Road. Oh, um, I should know this one. That, I know that's, this one. Is that Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Yes. Yeah. Interesting fun fact about my childhood: I was banned from watching this film. <gasps> I think I remember you telling me this. I forget <laughs> why. Uh, because it's got witches in it. Ah. Uh, or something, or you... something that mother didn't approve of. Yes. It's... Yeah, the, the the main character is, I believe she's a witch, but she's a good witch. Yeah, bedknobs and broomsticks, so... Uh, you know, she... Broomsticks, she, I guess. She, yeah. At the end of the film, she sends a man off to war, who'd been avoiding the draft. <laughs> uh, right, next one. Tarzan. I mean... <laughs> I just gave you the answer. Never mind. <laughs> oh, let me try and guess the song, then. Um, okay. Tarzan. Is it... Um, look through my eyes. Look through your eyes. That, that's Brother Bear. That is Brother Bear. Oh. No, it's, I, I, I don't know then. <laughs> I can't think of any Tarzan <laughs> songs. So you'll be in my heart. Oh, that's it. I knew it was a Phil Collins. Yeah, it'll be a Phil Collins one. <laughs> um, right, second to last one. God help the outcasts. God help me. I don't know. Oh, you should know this one. God, Think I about it. God. Oh. Outcast. <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hooray! <laughs> and the last one. Little Patch of Heaven. Little Patch of Heaven. Oh, I cannot ask for a clue. Can I phone a friend? You're already phoning me. Exactly. What's the answer? Okay, then. Uh, you had a choice of Aladdin, Jungle Book, Home on the Range, Mulan. 
What was the name of the song again? Sorry. Little Patch of Heaven. Oh, um, Home on the Range? Yay! I've never seen that one. Neither have I. <laughs> okay, so you got 19 out of 20. No, I didn't. I got more wrong than I got more than two wrong, didn't I? Oh yeah. <laughs> you got eighteen out of twenty. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Give me your trivia. Uh, uh, okay. Well, I don't have quite as much trivia <laughs> as uh, as you had questions, but I've got I've got five interesting facts for you. Who? Um, gimme, gimme. <laughs> did you know that there are more Elvis Presley songs? in Lilo and Stitch than in uh, any one of the movies that Elvis Presley actually made. Really? Yep. I've only seen Lilo and Stitch the one time, so... Mm. Well, yeah. So, the thing is, I, most Elvis films focused, I, as I understand, I've never actually seen an Elvis Presley film, I don't think. Either. Focused around the one one song, or maybe had one or two. But, um, yeah, Lilo and, Lilo and Stitch... Um, Stitch, it's one of the songs I think, I believe one of the songs when uh, he uh, they they learn his mouth can be used as a speaker for a record player. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a scene near the end, I think, where he's playing where he dresses up like Elvis, and is playing the guitar on the beach. Or he's yeah. playing a ukulele as a guitar. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, it, Love is an Open Door in Frozen. It is the first ever Disney song um, where a princess sings with a villain. <gasps> By Jove, you're right. Villains and, and princesses never ne- never never got to sing before. Um, although I'm not sure if it quite counts since you don't know that he's a villain at that point in the film. That's true. Um, but also, mm. I'm just thinking off the top of my head here. What about Lion King 2? Well, yeah, I suppose. When they're singing in your pendings. <laughs> in your pendings. Oh, I suppose they're not singing, though, are they? Yeah, it's not Yeah, it's not them singing. Um, it's not the duet. It's the old Rafiki. He knows and, the and way. Plus, you know, he turns out to be a good lion. But at that point, you think he's a bad guy. Yeah. Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when You Wish Upon a Star, from Pinocchio, was the first ever Disney song to win an Oscar for Best Original Song. Really? Yep. Wow. And, uh... Fact, when You Wish Upon a Star, you say? When You Wish Upon a Star makes no difference who From you are. Pinocchio. From Pinocchio. Released in 1940. Yep. Yep. <laughs> did it win the Oscar in that year, then, did it? Uh, I don't know whether it would have been that year or the year after. Depends on the on on the oh, year it was released. It would have been that year, February seventh. Okay. Wow. That so be... has any other um. There've there've been quite a few Disney songs that have won Oscars. Um, but um, uh, well, purely by the fact that um, our next bit of trivia, it's Alan Menken, who uh, is composed things for. Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and the Latin, yep. and the Pocahontas, and Tangled. He has won eight Oscars for, oh. his, <laughs> for his musical exploits. Marvellous. And uh, my last little bit of trivia is that uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was the first film ever 
to release a soundtrack separately really? from the film. Yep. I mean, yeah, there was the the first film um, released by Disney. Uh, well, technically the second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, released on December twenty first, nineteen thirty seven. Um, it still kind of boggles my mind that a, a cartoon that I've watched as a kid. Yeah. Is was released before World War Two. Uh, yeah, before this World War Two, <laughs> and it's like that literally fucks with your mind. <laughs> well, fucks with my yeah. mind. Well, I was trying to think about it, thinking about this the other day. Um, that it's now from from the time when I was born to now. Yeah. It would be. Less than double that time from the end of the Second World War to the time I was born, which is bizarre to me. Um, yeah, you think uh, it's one of those things, you know. As time has gone on, you know, it's it's becoming less and less contemporary, sort mm. of uh, the Second World War, and you know, uh, but um, yeah, it's it's odd. It's you know, closer to me. <laughs> Close, close, close to the beginning of my life than, uh, than yeah. you think. And it's you're sort of, so old. Yeah, I'm so old. But you're so old. <laughs> you will marry the princess. <laughs> the princess will marry me. But you're so old. <laughs> and my beard is so twisted. non-existent. I <laughs> know. <laughs> you wish you could have a twisted beard. <laughs> I'd give anything for a twisted oh. beard. <laughs> Maybe once I'm 45, my beard will start growing. <gasps> yes! And I'll take a picture. <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this uh, this load of nonsense. Yes, thank you very much for listening to us uh, ramble on, and but on. hopefully on a uh, rather joyous subject of Disney films, because, you know, come on. You can't relate to Disney. Exactly. Everyone's seen it, <laughs> unless you're Laura. Uh, but she's catching up, so we can't blame her for that. Bless her cotton socks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we hope you've enjoyed this evening. Um, but if you do feel we have missed out any of your favourite songs, um, do find us on the website, which is... Uh, Pieceofcandypodcast.wordpress.com Excellent. So leave us a little comment in the comment box and absolutely nothing will happen. <laughs> but it will be nice to hear from you guys. Um, oh. Let us know that you're out there, that you are listening, that this isn't just a whole waste of time. Anyone. Anyone at all. Anyone out there. <laughs> um, just let us know. And if you're listening to this as one of the few remaining vestiges of humanity after the apocalypse, then Hello. <laughs> Hello. There used to be a company called Disney, and they would make films for children. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, and we shall see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>